Hi, my name's Ethan, and welcome to Meaningful Things, a podcast where I talk about things that bring me meaning and why I like them. Today, I'm going to talk about spring and fall. So, um, this month's episode is going to be pretty short. Uh, I'm recording an episode on a poem called Spring and Fall on what I believe is the literal last day of fall, um, but I wanted to get something out this month and this was something short and I'm too lazy to wait another couple months um, until spring. So yeah, uh, Spring and Fall is a poem by Gerard Manley Hopkins, uh, who's a British poet. Uh, it was written in 1880, but it wasn't published um, until 1918 after he died. And I um, first heard this poem actually, funny enough, in a high school English class, but it has become one of my favorites. Uh, the poem is addressed to a young girl named Margaret who is upset about leaves falling from the trees during fall. And I guess maybe a young girl would be upset about that, but it just seems like it's that Gerard Manley Hopkins never met a young child. Um, but anyways, it's, it serves, it serves um, a pretty great purpose as a metaphor for um, growing up and realizing that things change um, and, and coming to terms with your own loss of innocence and the ending of childhood and magical um, thinking, which is a pretty common metaphor, right? Like you have the seasons as stages of life pretty i mean you have phrases like old man winter sweet summer child uh, so fall is representative of a transition um, and for margaret in spring and fall that transition is most clearly that out of childhood um, an awakening from a sense of like naivete and uh, simplistic understanding of the way that the world works, which is a pretty tough pill to swallow and a pretty intense topic for a poem. It's not a long poem, um, but but it's very impactful. And I will finish by reading the poem. It's now in the public domain. Uh, you can probably find much better recordings of people that know what they're doing online, but I will put on my theater hat and read a little bit of spring and fall. Um, some interesting context on Gerard Manley Hopkins is that he was very, very, very self-critical uh, as a poet, as an artist. Um, he was an artist in a few different mediums, I believe, also visually and musically, um, if I read correct. Yes, um, he, he did. Uh, he was very, very critical of his own work, and um, the poetry that was actually published during his lifespan was not stuff he was super proud of. His friends always pushed him to publish his stuff, um, but as, as uh, Encyclopedia Britannica puts it, um, 
he suffered from scrupulous self-criticism, which is definitely something that I feel um, resonates with me, and I know does with a lot of us. I um, like to create, but I feel pretty constricted by my own self-imposed impossible standards. Like, I don't want to put something out that's less than perfect, even though that might prevent me from ever doing anything um, because I can't get past the very first stages unless it meets some sort of high expectation. And also, this is a very famous poem, probably among one of the most or more famous poems of all time, which is pretty striking that a poem that's as impactful to me and lots of people, obviously I was studying it in a class, um, was thought of by the creator to not be good enough to be published during his life. Um, so, so he had a bunch of his work published posthumously and that's a bunch of the stuff that has kind of picked up steam. Um, justifiably so, it's amazing, uh, his work. But yeah, I, I think, I think um, both on kind of the meta level of uh, Gerard Manley Hopkins sort of MO during his life as an artist that led to him um, being so critical that he didn't let other people see his work and experience it and appreciate him in his lifetime. Um, and, and maybe what we can learn from that is, is just as important as, as the very poignant, um, sort of melancholy message. A lot of his poetry is pretty melancholy um, that we get from spring and fall. Um, yeah, so let me read the poem to finish off. I think it is sad, but I don't think it's sad in an unproductive way. I think it's important to keep in mind it's not defeatist. It's not um, saying that we're done. Um, it's it's just saying that yes, um, we lose our childlike view on the world, or at least some of it. No matter how hard we want to maintain innocence, we can't because the world is is full of lots of hurt. Um, and Gerard Manley Hopkins explains it very well through his sort of outdoors metaphor. So I will read that now. Spring and Fall to a Young Child Margaret, are you grieving over Golden Grove unleaving? Leaves like the things of man you, with your fresh thoughts, care for, can you? Ah, as the heart grows older, it will come to such sights colder. By and by, nor spare a sigh, through worlds of wan wood leaf meal lie. And yet you will weep, and know why. Now no matter, child, the name, sorrow's springs are the same. Nor mouth had, no, nor mind expressed what heart heard of ghost guest. It is the blight man was born for. It is Margaret you mourn for.
This episode was written, produced, and narrated by me, Ethan Kendrick. Under Title 17, Section 107 of the United States Code, this commentary and small appropriate usage of the source material are protected speech under the Fair Use Doctrine. While I try to be as accurate as possible in the information I cite, please feel free to contact me if you think you have found an error. All sources used during the commentary are cited as such during the piece itself. Thank you for listening.